Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, August 29th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Italy could be headed towards a new government. Apple apologizes for listening in on Siri conversations. And Japan's biggest online auction site bans trading in ivory. But first, the FT's Jim Pickard explains the move by Prime Minister Boris Johnson to suspend the UK Parliament and what may happen next. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. So on Wednesday morning, Britain woke up to the news that Boris Johnson, the new Prime Minister, is seeking to suspend Parliament through a process known as proroguing Parliament for five weeks in order to prevent his enemies from blocking him from doing a no-deal Brexit. Now, it's not that the Prime Minister wants Britain to leave the European Union with no deal, but he wants to hold that threat against Brussels in order, in his view, to get a better deal. But there's been outrage for obvious reasons. Lots of critics of the government believe that this is a very undemocratic thing to do. Yes, in fact, yesterday, protesters gathered outside Parliament blocking traffic to protest Mr. Johnson's suspension. They're saying save our democracy, stop the coup. Now, the prime minister decided to suspend parliament because in part of what opposition leaders did a day earlier. Yep. So it's basically a race to the wire ahead of October the 31st, which is the point at which Britain automatically leaves the European Union with or without a deal. Tuesday, we saw six opposition parties who don't necessarily like each other hold an unprecedented meeting where they agreed that they would work together to find a way to block Mr. Johnson from doing a no-deal Brexit. And the immediate route which they chose was to go through the avenue of using legislation to force Mr. Johnson to seek an extension to Article 50 from Brussels, which would mean a delay of several months to Brexit. By proroguing Parliament from around September the 10th or 11th, the Prime Minister makes it much, much harder for those other MPs from different parties to get a bill through Parliament that would force him to request a delay. And we should note that it's not unusual for the Prime Minister to suspend Parliament, but a five-week suspension is the longest the UK has seen since 1945. Now, Jim, the suspension would go until October 14th. As you mentioned, Boris Johnson wants the UK to be out of the EU by the October 31st deadline, deal or no deal. With this time crunch, what options do the opposition parties have left? So as of Wednesday, the Labour Party led by Jeremy Corbyn and the other five opposition parties were still insisting that they think they still just about might have enough time to go ahead with Plan A, which is using legislation through the House of Commons to force Johnson to delay Brexit. But there are growing fears among them that they don't have enough time to do this and that instead They could have to try and carry out a vote of no confidence in Mr. Johnson instead. The problem with trying to do a vote of no confidence is that to get the numbers, even in this knife-edged parliament, they would need about eight rebel conservative MPs from Mr. Johnson's party to join forces with them. And even though there are lots of conservative MPs who don't like Mr. Johnson and they don't like the idea of a no-deal Brexit, nor do they like the idea of a chaotic general election, which could see Jeremy Corbyn, leader of the Labour Party, 
and the most left-wing mainstream party leader in Britain for 100 years, becoming prime minister potentially. And here are the rest of today's headlines. The far-right leader responsible for triggering Italy's latest political crisis might have to sit on the sidelines as the country forms a new government. On Wednesday, the populist Five Star Movement and the center-left Democratic Party said they had reached a tentative deal to form a coalition under outgoing Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte. But this leaves out Matteo Salvini and his far-right League Party. Earlier this month, Mr. Salvini pulled out of a coalition with Five Star, causing Mr. Conte to resign. President Sergio Mattarella has summoned Mr. Conte to a meeting this morning. Mr. Mattarella is expected to ask Mr. Conte to form a new government made up of Five Star and the Democratic Party. Italian sovereign bond yields plunged to a record low to what could be an investor-friendly outcome. If a governing coalition is formed, it's very likely Italy will have avoided an election. Italy's bonds have surged since the country's government collapsed last week. Investors believe that any successor would be more market-friendly than the populist alliance of the right-wing league and left-wing five-star. Apple says it's sorry for not living up to its privacy standards. The tech giant has apologized for hiring contractors to listen to customer audio recordings made with its voice assistant, Siri. Apple used these recordings to improve voice recognition, but had not disclosed the practice to users. The Guardian reported that third-party contractors occasionally heard confidential information, as well as intimate and personal interactions. Apple says that less than 0.2% of all Siri requests were reviewed. The company has issued apologies recently for things such as faulty keyboards and poor iPhone battery performance. But the latest was more abject. Apple says it realized it had not, quote, been living up to our high ideals, unquote. Apple says it has announced new policies to protect user privacy, and now the company will, quote, no longer retain audio recordings of Siri interactions. But written transcripts will still be used in order to improve machine learning. And Japan's biggest internet auction site is banning ivory trading. Yahoo Japan was crucial for ivory sales in the country, where it's legal to trade elephant tusks. There's significant demand for ivory to make personal seals that are used to validate documents. And Yahoo Japan announced yesterday that it's decided to stop those ivory sales. It's a victory for campaigners against African elephant poaching. And it's a likely blow to the ivory trading market that activists estimate is worth millions of dollars a year. But countries with large elephant populations have argued that they need to sell tusks, the ones seized from poachers or culled from unsustainable herds, in order to pay for conservation efforts. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Today is a big day for U.S. retailers as Best Buy, Abercrombie & Fitch, Dollar General, and Dollar Tree report earnings. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams 
who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's Corient.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.